right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. It's Wednesday, April 1st. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is your daily coronavirus update. We hear a lot about confirmed cases of coronavirus. The U.S. has the most confirmed cases in the world right now. But unfortunately, that metric does little for us in the way of tracking how fast it is spreading due to uneven testing. Instead, some suggest we track the rate of hospitalizations and other factors. Faye Flam, columnist at Bloomberg News, joins us for why we still need a lot more data to find out true rates of infection and spread. Thanks for joining us, Faye. Hey, thanks for having me. Since this whole coronavirus pandemic really got started in the United States, we've kind of been obsessed with tracking it, seeing the total number of confirmed cases. But it's really hard to base it on that. We know that uh, numbers keep going up as more testing occurs. But even then, you know, we don't really have, quote unquote, real time numbers because some of these testings could take a week for results to come through a couple days. So it's really tough to gauge how all of this is going. So this notion that confirmed cases, the metric is really hard to go by on that. So, Faye, you wrote an article talking about other things to look at for how fast this could be spreading. I was in touch with some epidemiologists and statisticians and people that are really trying to get a handle on these numbers. And the numbers of confirmed cases, which are the ones that everybody's obsessed with, are kind of a mix uh, that's hard to sort out of increases in the numbers of people who actually are infected and the number of people who are getting tests. The actual number of infected people is unknown at this point and won't be knowable until we can do different kinds of testing. But The death rate is a real number, but that is lagging behind. So what we're trying to do is figure out, well, how many more people are likely to die and how do we keep more people from dying? So one of the things people are hoping to get better handle on is the number of people that enter the hospital, that that's a really meaningful number because it can give us a lot of information about how this pandemic is growing. And you look at places like China, obviously, where this kind of started, they have a population of 1.5 billion people. They have about 80,000 cases. And that just seems so small compared to the amount of people. And we know there's a lot of people that don't have the same type of symptoms, not as severe symptoms. So there's people that could have had it 
it was a minor cold for them and never got tested, never went to a hospital. So it's hard to go with the confirmed cases for anything like that. So beyond hospitalizations and death rates, what else could we be looking at? One of the things that may happen, we may be able to do random sampling, which has been done in a couple of places. It was done in a small town in Italy where you just get a random group of people that are perfectly healthy. You just take a sample and then test everybody. And then you can see how widespread the virus is. Another thing that we should be able to do fairly soon is antibody testing. And that's really important because it tells you the number of people that have been infected. So the antibodies don't show up right away, but they stay with you afterwards. So we can find out how far this has actually already been spreading. There are some people who think it's likely that well before the first confirmed cases showed up here, there may have been people that weren't particularly sick that just showed up here and the disease was already spreading quietly well before those first cases showed up in January. There's constantly things being written up about this. And there was somebody that was kind of saying, could that December cough have been some of this? And the real fact is that we just don't know at this point. We kind of have to get well beyond this so we can look at all the data that we've gathered and really put the picture together. The other thing that a lot of people keep talking about are age and pre-existing conditions. We know that the most vulnerable group is older people, but it might not necessarily just be just because they're old. It really looks like it has a lot more to do with these pre-existing conditions. I talked to Stanford epidemiologist Steve Goodman, who has been taking a very close look at this. And what he told me was, you know, once you get the, the data by age and by pre-existing conditions, then you can start to tease apart these things because a lot of the pre-existing conditions that seem to put people at higher risk are things that also increase with age. But age might not be the relevant thing. It might be the pre-existing conditions or what we really need to keep our eye on. And that would mean the people that really need to be careful and the people we need to protect are a little different from the people we thought. And he has since gotten some data. I actually talked with him since the story ran and he said that it confirms what he suspected, that the pre-existing conditions are the more important factor here. So with all of this, I mean, it's tough. We want to know how this is happening. And with the way the news cycle is and everything, we're getting so much all the time. Every day, there's some type of new thing that we're either learning about the virus itself or how it's been traveling. It's really tough to kind of comprehend all of that. And the unfortunate part is that we're going through it right now. So we won't be able to know until at least we hit the peak of cases here in the United States, maybe, so we can start looking back at some of the data. And that's really the stuff that we're going to have to pay attention to. We won't know if all of these lockdowns and social distancing are that effective until after we at least hit the peaks of this thing. I think that we have to be patient, though. I also feel optimistic that our country's scientists are going to make a lot of progress in the next two or three weeks in understanding what we have on our hands. The right now, Steve Goodman said it was like building an airplane in the air, that it feels a little like we're just in the dark. But they are gathering data and they are trying to understand all of these facets of this disease. And I think once they start to get a handle on it, we'll have a more focused strategy for moving forward. Faye Flam, science journalist and opinion columnist at Bloomberg News. Thank you very much for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been your daily coronavirus update. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. 
Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.